On today's show, we are going to talk to you about why you should be considering taking a gap year this year amidst all of the COVID turmoil that we've been experiencing. So take a listen if you are on the fence, if you should be taking a gap year or not. sharing their stories, ideas, and experts diving deep into how you can make the right decisions in order to have a meaningful gap year. This is the place to be no matter where you are on your gap year journey. I'm Michelle Dittmer, your resident gap year expert. Let's jump right in. and welcome to the Gap Year Podcast. My name is Michelle Dittmer and I am your resident Gap Year expert. Today I want to talk to you on the podcast all about why you should be considering a gap year in 2020 amidst a global pandemic and all of these crazy things that are happening all around us. It really is a time of uncertainty and disruption and it is a very difficult time to be making some huge life decisions. So I wanted to talk to you about some of the reasons that people are considering a gap year this year and some of the real strengths as to why this pathway might be the right choice for you this year. So the most common thing that uh, a lot of people who are new to the gap year concept are thinking about is looking at their potential post-secondary experience and reflecting back on how that online learning went for the second half of the last semester of their high school experience and really not looking back very fondly on the experience. Perhaps the young person didn't have the skills to be successful. Perhaps they just learn better in a classroom setting where they can work in a different way with their instructors and their teachers and with their peers or even interacting with the physical space of being in a classroom or moving into post-secondary into a lecture hall or into a lab. So the idea of online learning might not be the right fit for how you want to start your post-secondary experience and I think that's a very valid way to think about your um your, your decision moving forward. And a lot of people had this vision of what their first year experience was going to look like. They were thinking about fresh week and residence and getting to meet people. And all of that has been shifted significantly. It's just a different way of doing it when we take all of those pieces online. And all those things that we've been hoping for and dreaming for, either for ourselves as students or for our kids Um, as parents, that is all looking very different. And perhaps by pausing and putting pause on the the academic track and re-entering into post-secondary next year, hopefully things will have shifted and changed back to a little bit more what our expectation was of a first-year experience. So really trying to reclaim that first-year experience is another thing that you should be considering when you're thinking about if a gap year is the right choice for you. And I think that another piece is this idea of finances. And there are arguments on both sides of this from the post-secondary perspective. They are still 
hanging their hat on the fact that they're delivering the same education. They still have the same professors passing on information um, and helping to p- helping people to learn. Um, and so that is one piece that they're that they're saying. But we know as humans that who have been to post-secondary, there's so much more to that experience. And those dollars that we are investing in our education are going beyond just the academic learning and they're going into all of the other pieces that come with being on campus and making that transition into early adulthood in a really meaningful way. So although the fees are still the same and from the post-secondary institutions perspective, they still have bills to pay. They still have to pay their instructors. They have to develop a whole new online system. So there is argument for keeping those fees the same, but you need to evaluate if the experience that you're going to have in your first year still has the same value you to you as a student. Um, so that's something else that I'm hearing a lot from students and families as they're they're talking about it. And it goes deeper into the, the finances as well. A lot of families have experienced financial hardship over the course of the COVID closures that we've seen. Parents have been laid off or even young people have lost part-time jobs or their summer jobs. And all of those dollars, all of those experiences add up into what families use to contribute to not only the tuition, but to the ongoing expenses that come with higher education. So people who were had a particular financial plan to pay for post-secondary experiences are now having to shift the way that they're looking at it. Um, the government has done a fantastic job of creating all sorts of financial stimulus packages to help families, but in some cases that just isn't going to be enough to offset the losses that they've experienced, and they're going to be having to make some very intentional financial decisions about how they can best proceed so that their family stays in the best financial experience possible, Um, and looking at what does that look like for loans and student loans, and how are we going to set our young person up for success when it comes to all of the financial components of of their life and, and getting them started and launched into early adulthood. So those are all things that families are considering. Another thing that's cropping up, um, and this is this is universally around gap years, but I think this year more than ever, is the idea of mental health. And there has been so much loss and so much grief for our graduating class of 2020 around all of the experiences that they've been looking forward to being stripped away. And uh, I have some great podcasts that uh, we'll link to in the show notes about this, about how you can support them through grief and losing some of those experiences. Um, But even being distanced from our friends, uh, it's so difficult and that can really take a toll on all of our mental health. So the idea of adding academics on top of that can be very overwhelming for a lot of people and I think that's something we need to take into consideration. Now, the flip side of that coin, and we'll talk about this a little bit more, is that yearning for stability and um, the instability of a gap year or the perceived instability of a gap year uh, can sometimes be very daunting and people are looking for something very stable um, and familiar to them. So uh, hold on to that thought because I will come back to it in a little bit. So 
Mental health is another reason to be considering taking a gap year so you can have the time and space to get back into that healthy emotional and mental state where you are then going to be ready to add on the extra challenges of academics and being successful in that post-secondary experience where you are paying for the learning that's going on and you are paying to uh, to hopefully be successful. And we don't want to add to that by feeling like a failure if we're not taking the right steps moving forward. Um, and we are not successful or we're failing out of our classes. Um, That can add an extra burden to those who are already struggling with all of the changes that have happened in the last six months. Uh, Another thing is really seeking clarity. Because the world is a different place than it was a year ago, it was different when you applied to all of your post-secondary programs. There are new fields of study that might have become interesting to you, or you might have recognized something in the world needs your attention and your energy, or you found a different passion in, in something you want to pursue as a career. The world is fundamentally different and there may be a way to spend more time really exploring what's out there and how you want to plug into that. Maybe that career as an engineer has, has shifted for you and you want to look at how you can become more socially responsible in engineering work. So maybe you wanna spend some time figuring that out. Or maybe you have been completely impressed by the way that the government has handled this and now public policy or politics has, is something that might be of interest to you. And so all of these emerging fields really give you an opportunity to get out there and explore it before you're investing your time and money into formally studying it. Get out there and get some life experience and check out all of these different streams that maybe have just tickled your interest a little bit and you want to get out there and and give it a test run. It really is a risk-free trial on these lives before you, uh, on these careers before you jump in uh, and start paying money to, to learn and to specialize in it. You can really know if you're on the right track or not. Um, With COVID, there's been a lot of uncertainty. So that brings up a lot of fear and anxiety for for some young people who are choosing to maybe head into post-secondary. So for some, there's still a huge fear of contracting or spreading COVID. So there is a big segment of the population that is still very vulnerable um, or has somebody in their family who's very vulnerable. And if they were to contract it, that could have some really devastating effects. So when you are enrolling in, in school and they're saying we may be going to a hybrid model, that could be something that's very intimidating and stressful for some. So there is that that could weigh in. And if you are on a gap year, you have the ability to be responsible for the decisions that you make 100% of the time. You're not on anybody else's curriculum. You are on your own curriculum. You're on your own path. And you can make decisions on how you're going to show up, when you're going to show up, where you're going to show up, and how you're going to be investing your money and time. 
And those can be completely flexible to what is happening in the world around us. So as we enter into stage three, if there is a um, another experience where we see a flare up and things are looking a little bit different and the rules are different, you are in charge of your schedule and you can make those modifications or the reverse. Let's say that we come up with a, a really safe and easy home testing kit that we can then almost guarantee that we're heading into a safe situation then you can open up your plans rather than waiting for a large institution to adjust their plans. We've seen over the last couple of months how incredibly challenging it is for these large institutions to pivot and shift and change uh, because of all of the players involved. And when you take the control into your own hands, you only have to answer to you and your family uh, when you do choose to to adapt your plans based on the changing environment. And the reality is that COVID is going to cause many changes over the next year. So for me personally, I think this is one of the strongest reasons that families should be looking at it is that sense of control in a world where things can seem to be spinning out of control. Um, You actually retain that power. You retain that decision making. You retain the ability to adapt and change to the situations that are around you. And I think that that is something that is really, really powerful and empowering in a time when we feel that we are the victim of our circumstances, being able to reclaim that power and reclaim the ability to take control over your life is something that is really powerful. And so many of us are really striving to achieve is that sense of control and power. And you can achieve that through taking the gap year pathway. Now, The other thing that I'm hearing from so many families is this hunger or this yearning for stability. We have been on this spiral of change and lack of information and things being different than we expected and disappointment. And it can feel like all of that is really spinning out of control. And all we hunger for, all we really want is to root ourselves in something stable. I just want to know for sure one thing. I just want to know for sure what is going to happen tomorrow because we have been in an unstable space mentally and emotionally for so long that so many people, parents, students, gappers, they all just want to root in something stable, even if it is less than ideal. So I'm seeing a lot of families saying, you know what, I know online education is not what I really want, but you know what, I'm going to make that decision because I just want to know. I just want to be firm about something. Um, And so that can feel really good in the moment to have something there that is stable and concrete and you've committed to it and it's going to be there. Um, So I recognize that that is a really, really powerful way to to root yourself in something and to know just like every other year in September, I'm going back to school and that feels good for me right now. And a lot of people are making this decision because what they're actually doing is they're comparing 
a known entity or a relatively known entity is which is online higher education, probably some virtual classrooms, um, being on Zoom with professors and in lectures and smaller groups for tutorials. And we have a, a pretty good sense of what that is. So that feels good. It's a known entity. But what they're comparing it to is kind of a blank slate. So I could do this online schooling, which I'm relatively familiar with, or I can do something else. And that something else is a completely blank slate. And that in itself is very overwhelming. So when we're looking at those two options, we're actually not comparing apples to apples. We're comparing a known entity to an unknown entity. And that isn't really figuring out a very balanced decision. We want to be able to compare two known entities and then we can make the best decision about what is the right thing for us moving forward. So I think it's really important that we actually take some time to figure out what a gap year could look like or what are the things that you can engage with on that year. So instead of comparing a known entity being your online schooling to a blank slate, you're comparing online schooling to maybe starting a business or finishing your basement or um, taking on a, a domestic travel opportunity, maybe road tripping across the country, maybe in your gap year you're planning on um, learning a new language, or maybe you're planning on developing a new skill like coding. So what are those tangible things that you would put on the other side of that equation? Otherwise, it's a very imbalanced decision. And I think what people don't realize is that you need to put research into the gap year. So if you actually go back and look at when you're making your post-secondary decision, how many hours you put into figuring out which university was the right fit for you, which program was the right fit for you, how many presentations did you sit on, how many university fairs did you attend, how many websites did you visit, that really adds up. You've, you've spent a long time thinking about this. You also need to invest some of that energy into planning a gap year and researching a gap year because a lot of people just say, well, if I can't travel, it's not worth taking a gap year. And that's such a disservice to what this year could be. Most Canadians, even in a good year, only travel between about three weeks and three months of their year. The rest of the year is made up of other domestic and exciting opportunities, whether that's working or volunteering or learning new skills, taking courses. Um, and it's really, really a dynamic time of growth. So even though you think that there might be nothing to do, there's actually so, so many things that you can fill with, fill that year with that will allow you to make memories, to move yourself forward towards your goals and to really get you moving versus just sitting on the couch. And that's maybe your perception of what your gap year will be all about. So I really invite you right now to follow us on social media because we're in the very early stages of posting a different gap year opportunity every single day 
on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. So make sure you follow us on your platform of choice uh, because there's tons of opportunities out there and we keep sharing them. So follow us on social media. That's that's number one. That's your first thing that you need to do. Number two, I really encourage you to come out to one of our gap year planning workshops. This is a free workshop that we offer about every two weeks um, and you come out and what we'll do is we'll guide you through what you need to do to plan a purposeful gap year. Um, how do you set goals? What should be included in this year? And really what do you need in order to feel good and excited about this year? So definitely come and check that out. We'll put the link in the show notes, but it is www.cangap, C-A-N as in Nancy, G-A-P as in Peter, .ca slash online workshop. And come out and see what you can balance that other side of that decision-making equation with. So you can compare two known entities. And I really, really encourage you to sit back and to think about all of these different things that are weighing on you as universities are coming out with more information, as you are coming out of this blissful July where we kind of pretended we didn't have to make decisions. um, And as you start to think about what you want the upcoming year to look like, definitely take pause. Think about all of these different reasons why people are choosing a gap year. And if you do have other questions, I am always around. As a nonprofit, it's not my business to convince you that a gap year is the right decision for you. If we have a conversation and it's not the right thing, I will tell you. As a nonprofit, my goal is to help you decide if it is the right thing. And then if it is the right thing, How do we make sure that it is a purposeful year, that you are going to be moving yourself forward and you are going to feel good about your gap year and that you are going to come out a stronger, more resilient, more independent and more confident person because of the choices that you've made on your gap year? So that is my promise to you that I will help you decide if it is the right thing. And then if it is, how can we connect you with the resources that you need to make it the best, most epic, most memorable year possible? And we can start to rewrite the story of what COVID-19 did to your grad year and to your first year after graduating high school. Let's rewrite that story. Let's make it a positive story and let's regain that power and control over our lives. Let's get into the driver's seat of our own lives and become the strong, resilient young adults that we know we can be and stop letting COVID be the one who's writing the story for us. So again, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, make sure that you check out our gap year planning workshop coming up very soon. And you can always book that one-on-one call with me, cangap.ca slash call, and we can help you in this decision-making process. So again, keep on adventuring and until next time, just keep it real.